When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Ray's mind status. He's going to have to be a big boy and get over it, by the way. I mean, this is what the Cowboys Again, did. you were over here telling me I should take days off. The last person I'm taking advice on this from is you. No, but I mean, this is what your team does. They're losers. They've always been losers. Since the time you're a child, they've been losers, and it's not going to change anytime soon. That probably made it better. It's good pep talk right there. I have to sustain life. If you're dead, I'm going to eat you. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Hey, I love the show, and you are probably like the number one sports genius in the world. I just Thank wanted you. to let you know. I know. On 98.7 ESPN. Can't deny it. Dak Prescott 2-5 and five in the postseason. They lose again. Cowboys collapse. Eagles embarrassing. Great day to be a New York football fan. Great day. Even for you, the Dolphins got... Run out of uh, Kansas City this weekend. Yeah, dog, dude, that game, it, it looks so cold. Well, I think it Kansas was City. very cold. I mean, the the the, the mustache of Andy Reid was frozen over. Dude, I was looking at some of the videos, too. Like a, a guy, I mean, he went to open his beer, exploded, and just froze instantly. By the way, the people that, that don't wear shirts and think that that's some kind of a, a badge of honor, they're just they're lunatics. Nuts. Completely nuts. Like you, you have to do irreparable damage to yourself by sitting out in like ni- minus thirty degree weather. No, yeah, I don't think it's great for you. I think there was a, uh, I read the the warning. Please, uh, please cover all extremities. And then you get like, like if if they're like, all right, we're gonna take a, a shot for TV, pop it up there, and and you'll take your shirt off. Fine, but you're gonna sit there for the entirety of the game and not have a shirt on. That's just it's just stupid. Yeah, I have no real interest. I don't care how drunk I am. I have real like. Would you ever do the polar plunge? Yes, I have. You would, have you? Yeah, you've done it. Yeah, we did. We were in Finland. We did it. And how was that? Uh, it was cold. I don't, I don't think I would do well at all with the polar plunge. Well, actually, what made it worse is we had to walk. So we did. It's kind of, I guess it's not really that fair. We, had to, we went in the sauna first, but then you had to walk all the way to the frozen, to the frozen um, lake. And there was and a big hole in. in it. Yeah, they had a, the hole in it. And then you jumped into it. And did, did your body just freeze up? Uh, initially, yeah, it's tough. Initially, dude, we had to take. I mean, when I played for the Islanders the last couple of years, we had to take uh, mandatory cold tubs for twelve. We had to take twelve minute cold tubs after every game of practice. Yeah, that's terrible. I think the water was forty eight degrees. I think we kept it at. No, we we lost uh, hot water in our house a couple summers ago. Had to take cold showers. I didn't do well with that. The older you get, the harder uh, harder time I have with the uh, cold water. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like my kids. Like when I was a kid in Boston, I mean, we keep our pool open till like the end of October, no problem. Like my kids now, Milo will go in the pool in in October. He'll go in the pool, freezing cold, no problem. You keep on, the Dad, pool jump up in. until October now? Oh, because he'll swim in it. I don't want to, but he'll swim in it. And plus, we have the uh, 
the but hot You have tub. a beautiful heater. I mean, the, I mean, you, I don't heat it. You probably you probably keep that thing pinned to like eighty one. No, I don't. I didn't heat it. It was freezing cold. Like, the only thing that I would heat was the hot tub. Like I occasionally would go in the hot tub. So we had to keep the whole pool open, but he would go in it and he'd be like, "Dad, let's go, jump in." And I was like, "Okay." I did it one time. I was like, "No, no, I'm too old for this now." RJ, you're from from the Rochester area. Have you ever done a polar plunge? I have not. I'm familiar with it, but I have not. You would not want to do something like that. I mean, for the right cause, if we all did it. But yeah, on my own, I'm. Well, I'm, I'm so if you could raise a thousand dollars for your favorite charity to do the polar plunge, would you do it? I think we should all do it if we're going to do it. I think if we all did it, I would do it. So you can be pressured into doing the polar plunge. Yeah, I'd have to be. I'd have to be peer pressured. Yes. They did a polar plunge. You look like that guy from the Bass Pro Shop. Just naked, jumping into a tank. Yeah, just completely gone. Nothing. <laughs> Terrible. Like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I, mean, why do I need this? <laughs> you know what happens if I stop talking? I that one. Oh, you can't carry the show. That we could, we could take more phone calls. God, you know why don't you run point the next hour? <laughs> no. Let's see how it goes. No, you're not allowed to take the last hour of the show off. Why not? You, yeah, you take the first. You know what you've been doing because this entire time, all you've been doing is is just oh, the Eagles are losers, the Cowboys are losers because you and you don't want to talk about your beloved Giants and the mess right now that's going on. We talked about the mess. We'll get back to the mess. I told you I'm concerned about the mess going on. P-U-T-R-I-D, putrid. <laughs> what a was lot that? of spelling yesterday. <laughs> Capital F-R-A-U-D, fraud, fraud, it was, fraud. It was a whole spelling bee yesterday. I'll do it again. You want to go back to the spelling bee? No, no, no we're no, good. No. You sure? I we're can't good. imagine. Uh, yeah, no, I think I, this whole thing with the Giants is very concerning. Um, article, Daily News, Pat Leonard about how you know, I mean, the, the the Martindale, the coaches didn't like Dable, and now Joe Shane is getting involved, and he's got to be on the headset to make sure that everybody's playing nice with each other. It's just, it's weird. It's immature. It feels unnecessary. You don't like a coach? Fire him. You have a problem with him? Tell him you don't like him. Games are ridiculous. And listen, Dable's going to be the last one standing, and it's all going to be on him. And he needs to find a way to fix this now. And I got to be honest, I think there's some reservation with Giants fans about Dable at the moment. It sounds like he's lucky that they had success in the first year. Like the things in this article, no, I don't, again, I'm not taking this this article as everything in it is true or if the people that are the sources don't have, you know, an axe to grind with Brian Dable. Sure. But there's some, like, real disturbing stuff. And I'll tell you, like, for me going through the article, like, one of the most most disturbing things is Dable is never wrong while all those around him are always wrong and he apparently has no solutions but doesn't hesitate to place blame. Right. So he, he's a screamer. Like they, they, they he blamed um, Martindale exclusively for the loss against the Jets, and the next week was yep. freaking out when they couldn't stop. I forget who they played the next week, but they couldn't stop Commanders. them. He was freaking out. The Commanders, right? And they were going to blow that game. It's just it sounds like you know you want your coach to be an influence of like positivity and and calmness, and it sounds like and again we don't know, but it, it sounds the opposite. Well, no, not only that, though. Like, I understand. Like, there's some coaches that are just really, like, they're really passionate and they yell a lot. But, I mean, ultimately what every player wants from their coach is, is answers. Any coach. I don't care what it is. It could be position coach. It could be the guy who runs the power play, the penalty kill. You name the sport. Like, just give me answers. You're here because you, you know things that we don't. You're supposed to set us up to, to have success. Put us in the best positions to have success. That's why, we, that's why we're going to listen to you. The motivation for being behind Brian Dable can't because well he built he built up some equity because we you know we won a playoff game last year and he's really easy on us in training camp. Like that can't that can't be 
the only reason why you support the head coach as he's running wild on the sidelines. And then the other thing, the other stuff too is like, you know, talking about how you have you have all these meetings during the week and all these these you know plans, and then all of a sudden he gets on the sideline and it's like there's just he's off the rails, like just these impulsive decisions that he's making on the sidelines. It doesn't seem sustainable to it, me. It doesn't seem sustainable. It doesn't seem healthy. It doesn't seem normal. And it doesn't seem like, I mean, you're at a crossroads now, right? If you don't take a quarterback, and I asked Imani about this, you don't take a quarterback, you don't reset anything. If if you take a quarterback, I think you get some built-in time just because the yep. young quarterback gets time. But if you run this back and, you know, take a receiver, free agent, right tackle, bring back Daniel Jones and whoever else, the expectation is going to be this team is very competitive for a playoff spot. Yeah, you don't get – I mean, that was one of the things that we talked about, the benefit of drafting a quarterback in this draft is you give yourself more time. You reset the clock. Right, because there's no expectations that all of a sudden now a rookie quarterback jumps in there and you instantly have success. It's going to take at least a year. But if they don't, and now Daniel Jones is back and he's your starting quarterback, I don't know – you have to tell me. You're the Giants fan. What would your expectations for the team be? If what? If they they don't draft a quarterback – so I don't care what it is, tackle, receiver, whatever it is, and then Daniel Jones is your starting quarterback. What are your expectations? If if they don't draft the quarterback and Daniel Jones is back as the starter, yep. I think this team is right there for a playoff spot. All right. So, I mean, that's... I mean, you got, you got money to spend in free agency. Yeah. Health was not good this year. You got premium draft picks, right? You have, you have the sixth pick, you have the 38th pick, and I think the 47th pick from Seattle. Yeah, I I mean if, if I mean the NFC is not great to begin with, I think you are a playoff team. I think the Eagles are going to take a step back. God knows what happens with the Cowboys. I still think they're way more talented, but I don't think you look at this division the same you've looked at it in the past. No, I think there's lots. Listen, I think there's lots of questions around the NFC. Lots of questions. I mean, you just go through it. Washington's going to have a new coach and a new quarterback. Right? Who knows what's going to happen in Minnesota with their quarterback? Is Kirk Cousins back? Chicago could draft the quarterback, although. I don't know. Do you guys think the fact that Caleb Williams came out? Did you read that article or that? I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever it was X that Caleb uh, Caleb Williams wanted insur- uh, assurances from Chicago that they wouldn't take him with the first pick before he opted into the draft. Was that accurate? Like that was legitimately true? I don't know. I read it. I don't know if it's true or not. But I saw something like that as well, but I didn't know if it was. I I, I don't I don't know how true that is. I know. Okay. What I I saw that report and I'm not All sure right. how true it is. But he's going. But he's declared for the draft. So, I mean, Chicago could take a new quarterback. Atlanta just interviewed Bill Belichick. They need a quarterback. Who knows about Carolina? I can't believe the Saints aren't are keeping Dennis Allen. Um, Seattle's going to have a new coach. Like, there's yeah, you're right. There's no, I mean, there's no reason why that the the Giants shouldn't be right there to be a playoff team. At least, I mean, at least competing through November into December to to get into the playoffs. I mean, Washington's not. You could sit here and give. I give you seven teams that aren't very good, right? In the NFC. So if there's seven teams that are not. There's nine that that are, and you got to be one of seven of those nine. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't like that. I understand that coaches aren't always going to see eye to eye, and especially when you're losing, there's going to be a lot of tension just because it's just the personalities, right? You got alpha males. You got guys like I'm sure Wink Martindale likes to do things a certain way. You know, he's the guy that's in charge of the defense. But like some of this other stuff, though, man, it's it's kind of alarming. I think it's more than kind of. So he's got a – and the other thing, too, is, dude, I mean, you saw – 
I know it's easy to sit here and say, like, Amani was like, oh, yeah, listen, Wink was great, but, I mean, there's other defensive coordinators. Okay, that's fine. But, I mean, look what happened in Philly. The, the loss of Wink I don't think is spectacular. I don't love it. I don't think it's spectacular. The fact that things seem to be hemorrhaging from the top down is, is very concerning. No, no, I, I understand that. I also think, though, there is something to be said about having, having continuity. Like, where you have a defense where, I mean, you saw... Sure. Like it did it, they didn't get off to a great start. There were a lot of things wrong with it, tackling and everything else. But by the end of the season, I mean you're sitting there at the top of the league with, you know, tied for the most takeaways. Defense was playing better. Okereke was great. Like I mean, there there were some reasons to say, okay, you know, guys understand the system. Let's keep this thing, you know, moving forward. And now, I mean, you're gonna have a new, new special teams coordinator. You got a new defensive coordinator. Could have a new OC. Could have I mean, a new OC. Caps is getting interviews now. That's a lot of turnover. And that, isn't that weird to you that Kafka's getting interviews after the season they just had offensively? Oh, he was a hot commodity. Right. So maybe it still season. rings true from last offseason. Yeah, or they just look at the situation that he was putting in. And he also, maybe people around the league know the table's hard to work for. It's, it yeah. sounds like, dude, he would just like he would just take the play calling away from Kafka. And then he would give it to like the quarterback coach. And then he would take it from the quarterback coach for himself. And then just would give it back to Kafka. It's, we, it's weird. It's unsettling. Marco in Brooklyn. Hey, Marco, you're on 98.7. Here we go. How obnoxious <laughs> is that when he does that? Uh, I lo- I, but isn't it great when, they, when they're when they so disgusting they can't even move the football? And just, Here we go. Why is it obnoxious, so, Marco? It's a cadence. He's the only quarterback that's a say. Just, just call hype like everyone else. It's a cadence, Marco. It's part of it. Marco, he's talking down to you. Right now, I, am absolutely ta- you. I am absolutely talking down it's- to you. <laughs> It's that, funny. That's he's ri- down that's, to me, but he that's wants ridiculous Mike to, to call that to call that obnoxious is ridiculous. Marco, I have one. I have Marco, ha- you can have you can have things to hate on, but that, that's a ridiculous thing to hate on. Marco, I have okay. one thing to one thing to say to you at this very moment. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And then get sacked or missed the throw. I want to say something to Ray also. I mean, he wants Mike McCarthy after this miserable loss that he had over Bill Belichick. I mean, is he hanging out with Peter Rosenberg? Did I what say that? Did I say that? Can, can, can we get rid of this guy? This, this no, is, I think this is one of the best callers you've ever this, had. This, this is actually an obnoxious and, and, and ill-informed call. No. This is a terrible I think, call. I think it's great. In the 7 o'clock hour, in the first segment, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, he said that he wouldn't want Bill Belichick and he'd rather have Mike McCarthy. That's no, not what I said. Johnson. That's he not said what I said. Ben Johnson. Yeah. Or Slowick. Pay attention. Okay. What, what a shame. Okay. So what I wanted to say was about the Giants. Uh, you were saying has uh, how they're hemorrhaging from the top down. But isn't it funny that they still ended up closing the season out better than the Jets did with all that going on in between? Let's not use the Jets as a, as a great example. I mean, no one's going to sit here and pretend like the Jets are like a real functional organization. But the Jets are good on Robert Sala. They didn't want to entertain any other coaching. They're good on Robert Sala. He's no, the guy. I, they shouldn't be good on Robert Sala. They're good on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers wants Robert Sala. That's why. That's why Robert Sala is our coach. All right, guys. Here we go. Here we go. I, I, that's what I would tell if if Mike Vrabel was going to take the job. I'd tell Robert Sala. Here we go. Get your bags. <laughs> Mike Vrabel's going to be the head coach. Here we go. You don't. I mean, come on. Even Ray, you got to find that annoying. I never really found it annoying. Raven, and it's not well something, it's right not something that, right that started this. Well, see, that this is like where he, he sits on that pedestal and acts like, you know, he, he's being polite. He was doing that yesterday, too, just for the record. He didn't just start doing this. So, 
It sorry, is what it is. I'm sorry you had to deal with it. It is what it is. No, you're not. You I know, am. when he started, he kept his receipts. And you know what? I cashed him in now. Yeah. Well, well I that- mean, you're, you're cashing him in from the basement. Like, like what? Why are you dancing? Like, like you've accomplished something. Like, like I understand the point of schadenfreude because I laughed at the Eagles a lot when they were collapsing. But at least, I, you know, things were going in a positive direction for me at the time. I can't even enjoy the schadenfreude with the Eagles yesterday because of what happened. It's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you failed. It, and I guess there's something to that. But, like, so did I. Do you, do you remember what I told you a couple months ago and you guys laughed at me? I said the Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. You're like, <laughs> you went crazy. I stand by it. The Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. Cowboys are gaggers. Collapsers. Okay, and the Giants are, are then the Giants are one of the worst teams in football over the past decade. Oh, yeah, who have won one of the Super, absolute have, have worst. Two Super Bowls. Two. And they are one More of the absolute worst team. next to the Jets teams of the entire would, would you, decade. Would you rather be your team that wins 8, 9, 10, 12 games a year and then vomits all over themselves. Well, I, I mean, I get if, if you suck, I guess it would just be better to suck and know that you suck for 10 years. I don't know. So, so you're, not, you're opposed to the, the whole winning portion that came with that for the Giants, right? Or, or those, were lo- those were lucky wins. I've heard that from uh, we're, you. We're, we're talking, Eli was a, we're, was a game manager, well, right? Well, I mean, looking at the past 10 years, you tell me. So you'd rather be the Yankees and the Red Sox, right? You'd rather be good and then lose rather than be be you know sporadically good but win. Yeah, but you're not even sporadically good. We were, you're, you're perennially terrible. You're, you're jackwagon. We were in the playoffs and did the same thing as you last season. The same thing, right? L- Won listen, a playoff listen, game listen, and then lost. Listen, there's like literally the last like I enjoy the the moment. It is what it is. But like literally the last fan base that could say anything to me is the team that's perennially been mm, mm, I almost said I almost said a bad word that's been the uh something that rhymes with which of the division and the Dallas Cowboys in particular as right. well as the Eagles. and it's and it's led to nothing for you it's led to here we go and loser football I mean, literally, really, coming, your team is losers. You can't admit it. From, McCarthy's a loser, the, and Dak's a loser, and Quinn's a loser, and your team's a bunch of losers. That is the definition of loser football over the past ten years. That like that means nothing to me. It means nothing. It, like your criticism is totally invalid. Who cares? I care, and I'm keeping receipts now, buddy. I, I like got the receipts. I don't like when you guys fight. It makes well, me uncomfortable. Sit back and get used to it's it. It's not even a fight at this point. It's no, it's it's, it's he's dead inside. Have, and you, have and you honestly, ever heard? You have the audacity to say anything negative about Eli Manning? I haven't said a word about Eli. Oh, Manning. Eli was a game manager, and Eli this and Eli that. You should take a big bar of soap and eat the whole thing. See, Rick, this is why you don't. You ever heard the phrase like you don't play try and play chess with a pigeon because the pigeon will just knock over the pitch, the the pieces on the board, poop all over the board, and strut around like it won anyway. This is oh, the no. example. Because I'm a winner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Called you a, a chess-playing pigeon. That's fine. Better than being a loser. I don't know what happened when I was gone. I mean, Dave gets dumped. Santiago almost swears on the radio. What the hell happened? Guys Joseph spilling- Bell sends an email. He says, I hate Ray. That's it. Most annoying, useless person on the show. <laughs> he Why told, does he even speak? He told me not to show up to work. I mean, and no, I, I almost said another thing, which I agreed that I was not going to say. So let me let me retract. RJ right, should do you, his you know stuff. What? You missed. R- RJ, RJ, I'm scared. Yes. Here we go. Oh. Now. See ya. Touchdown. Rebound. Score. The sh- you missed. Things are not in a good place.
I'm in a great headspace right now. If you say so. So, Bills beat the Steelers last night. And that means we have our schedule for Divisional Round Weekend. Buffalo will host the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. Josh Allen, as I mentioned earlier, ran wild over the Steelers' 52-yard touchdown run. Here's Josh. They, they played man. It was third and long. They played man. Didn't have a great man call on. So I decided to try to find a lane and, I don't know, 15, 20 yards downfield. And a lot of guys screaming slide and didn't slide and scored. So it worked out that time. Certainly did. That game, lines are out. Have you guys seen it? Bills Chiefs? Uh, no. In Buffalo, your thoughts? Uh, ba, 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 Bills by three. Richard? Games in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Bills by two and a half. Raymond? Bills by three. You're all right there, Richard. You got it. Bills by yes. two and a half. Two and a half, huh? Oh, baby. So that's that's betting cleanup. That is the fourth and final game of divisional weekend. Right before it on Sunday, Bucks at Lions. Lions favored by six. That game in Detroit. It's a three o'clock kickoff on NBC. Saturday, Packers Niners is the late game at eight fifteen. San Fran by ten. That's a big spread. Whoa. And the first game of the weekend. Texans visiting the Ravens. That's right there. That's a nine-point spread in Baltimore. Wow, big numbers on Saturday, huh? Yep, that is your schedule. So Mike Tomlin, after the game we played it earlier, but if you missed it, asked about his future in Pittsburgh. Mike, you have a year left on contract. And that was Mike Tomlin walking out on the press conference. He's been there for 17 years, all of them non-losing seasons. 500 or better for every single one of them. The Eagles lose to the Bucks. Their season is over. So is the career of what we assume to be a surefire Hall of Famer, Jason Kelsey, according to Adam Schefter, calling it quits. Yeah, he was upset, you could see. Yeah, also... He's kind of been year-to-year year anyway. Yeah, they send him a beer keg every, every summer. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. He's a very likable guy. It's... It's almost a shame he's just not never been on a team that I've rooted for, but he, yeah. he's easy to to root for. So I don't, really have, is. I don't have time to, to play it here, but Jalen Hurts spoke after the game, and he kind of started alluding to it like, what, halfway through the season about some, some things going on in that locker room. And he, he, it was interesting. Maybe we could play it at some point uh, coming up in the next segment about the identity problem with the Eagles because he's, he's kind of dipped his toe in the water of, of what's really going on. Someone's going to crack there from Philadelphia about what's really going on. Bill Belichick completes his interview with the Falcons. The Patriots, despite booting out Bill, or perhaps ushering him to the door, offered to keep his sons under John Mayo's staff. Both of them were under Bill Belichick in New England, so they offer the chance for the young Belichick boys to stick around. Did you guys see the report that the Falcons would be willing, up to, give, would be willing to give the eighth pick for Justin Fields? That's wild. That, that feels crazy. If I'm Chicago, I would do that now. Yeah, that's wild. That Eighth was- pick and nothing else? Yeah. Well, well, right now. It, listen, yeah. it, 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 it's a lot, but if you think they, I mean, they have all those pieces the there. Eighth pick? Yeah, right, I do it right now. I mean, come on. If, if you could add... If you could add the eighth pick, you have the ninth. You add Caleb Williams. I mean, you're you think turn you think Caleb around. Williams is going to, is going to? Oh, 
Sorry, I, I, you made it sound like they getting the pick at number at number eight would no, be no. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Like no way he's sliding there. Uh, no, no, no. They get Williams with one, and then have eight and nine still. Uh, by the way, Caleb Williams, he dragged it right out. The final day you, that underclassmen can declare for the draft, he officially declared yesterday. Uh, Dolphins GM Chris Greer says Miami is about to ramp up contract extensions with Tua. Said the goal is to have him there long term. So for those two haters, crazy. Well, what's the better option? That's the problem. What's yeah. the I don't, option? Well, I, they want to I, I don't know that. I don't know that signing Tua to a wild deal is a great option, though. Oh, maybe it's not a wild deal, though. Maybe it's a it's a deal like I, I don't know how they structure it. How many years they get out of it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Magic trail by eleven in the third. Not a problem for the Knicks, who were seemingly in control until they weren't. Scored sixteen in the fourth. Knicks lose by four to Orlando. Jimmy Butler came back yesterday for the Heat after missing seven games, had a toe injury, dropped thirty one. Beats the Nets in overtime. Miami's won uh, 9 of 13 now, starting to pick up speed. Brooklyn had a chance actually to win it. Mikael Bridges, who sent the game to OT, couldn't nail down a what was a, a contested fadeaway. Brooklyn, now <laughs> they've lost 8 of 9 since they controversially kind of set out a bunch of guys and had Bridges in there just to start the game to keep his streak intact. Yeah, that was a good look for them. Not great. Also not great. Draymond Green returns. You'd think that would provide a little juice to the Warriors. Missed 16 games. No, they lose by 11 to the Grizzlies, who are basically punting on the season. Uh, Joel Embiid came back last night as well. He dropped 41. They beat the Rockets. So he can actually only miss eight more games before he's no longer MVP eligible. Remember, you have to hit that floor this year, 65 games. UConn back atop the AP poll in the men's college hoops world. Had a really nice win over the weekend. Shut up. Just a huge win. Yeah, I think yeah, that, Shut your mouth. So they're back atop the poll for the first time since 09. Purdue 2, Kansas 3, UNC, who just crushed Syracuse. Is for Houston five. Sad moment yesterday for the Islanders. They got shut out by the Mark Andre Fleury led Wild. He is now the second winningest goaltender in NHL history. Five hundred and fifty two of them wins. It's wild. He's played over a thousand games too. Yeah, seventy fourth career shutout. They beat Dallas five nothing. Jeremy Swayman got his third shutout. Bruins over the Devils three nothing. Connor Bedard back on the ice seven days after head surgery for a broken jaw. Nothing like hockey players. Nice moment for you Mets fans. I think. On paper, anyway. 16-year-old outfielder, Vladdy Guerrero. Son of Vladimir, brother of Vladdy of the Toronto Blue Jays. They like the name Vlad there. So you got him Wait, he named system. both of his kids Vladimir? So, George Foreman. Yeah. So he's Vladdy, not Vladimir. Okay. Yeah. But Vladdy's probably short for Vladimir. I would think so. I tried to look it up because I, th- I, I thought the same thing. I kept seeing Vladdy, so... Otherwise, they have the same name. Well, it's it's one. What one's is Vlad Junior. Jr. The other one's Vladimir Miguel. Vla- Miguel Guerrero. Yeah. Say, come on, Miguel. Miguel. There you go. Uh, and Dusty Baker headed back to the Giants for a third stint with them. This time as a special advisor to the front office. And that's a bleep you missed. That's that's nice. Well done, and it, and it feels like it kind of calm the situation happening here on the show. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls. They're lining up. We have the melange. We have the three stars and another super box bonanza giveaway as well. It's DNR with you on 987 ESPN. Uh, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person that you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what Michael K did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They're going to make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick out design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right, so visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the Mall at Short Hills. Mention Michael K. told you to stop by, and you too will get the Michael K. treatment. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You have no idea what this is, do you? No idea. What is it? It's the theme from Oregon Trail. Oh, really? Yeah, no idea. Did you know that, Rick? You probably did. Uh, no, I did not. I play, I play quite a bit. I didn't know this was a theme song, you know. I was just looking at a... Uh, Goal scored in the uh, ECHL All-Star game. A beauty? Fil- oh, filthy. Was it a Michigan? Uh, I was, I'll, he picked up on his backhand on a breakaway. On a breakaway? Lacros- just picked it up? Picked it up on his backhand lacrosse style. That sounds scored nice. Scored on a goalie. Filthy. Uh, I did not know what that was. Thanks for informing me, Raymond. Well, now you know. Now I know. Um, I got to be honest, and I know that people don't like to say this kind of thing. The football this weekend was horrendous. Oh, it wasn't great. It was all, It was bad. Uh, Detroit game was good. Okay, so you had six games and one of them was good? Yeah. That's not what you're looking for. No, of course not. No, I mean, this, listen, there were some good performances. Like, I mean, as bad as the as bad as bad the Cleveland-Houston game was. No, C.J. Stroud was awesome. And was Nico awesome. Collins is phenomenal. But the game was not good. Oh, no. The Miami game was awful. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm surprised you didn't take that game. What Miami Kansas City? Yeah, well, we made the picks. I'm surprised no one that no one what the weather was going to be. You didn't take that game. Well, I I I don't know, man. I just I've been really down on Kansas City this season. I get it, but I mean, it's it's gonna it. it what was it with the wind? It was minus thirty. The Dolphins' defense is decimated with injuries. Des- decimated with injuries. Kansas City's defense is good. Rasheed Rice, like we talked about, if someone was going to step up, it had to be him. That's got to be the game of this coming weekend for you, right? Bills Chiefs. It's not even a not even a second place. Um, has to be. Yeah, I think that's the best game. All right, rank the four games. If I said to you, you can miss one. How how would you break it down? What would I be the one, one game of these you say games? You, what? I can miss one of these games. You can miss one of the, yeah. 
Cassie says, listen, we are we are going to visit my parents. It's happening. We're going to lunch, dinner, brunch, what you choose. It's happening this weekend. Which game are you saying? All right, Cass, I'll miss this one. Well, I'm definitely not missing KC Buffalo. Right. I'm um, I would probably say the game that I would miss Detroit Tampa. Well, I can't because Cassie's from Tampa. I could okay, miss that. Okay, one. fine. I would say Green Bay, San Francisco would be Green Bay, San because you think that's going to be a pummeling, huh? No, I don't think it's going to be a pummeling. I expect San Francisco to take care of business, but so I thought you would say you just need to see C.J. Stroud. I thought you I, might say I enjoy, Ravens I, and uh, I enjoy. Texas. Listen, I enjoy watching C.J. Stroud play. It makes me crazy because it's the almost the identical situation we thought you know as Jets fans awesome. we were getting ourselves into. But he's unbelievable, dude. The kid is so poised; nothing bothers him. Like he just doesn't he he doesn't look uh, it's not what a rookie's supposed to look like. Like to be that composed. It's it's whatever he has, like he has it. You know, you watch guys, you just you can't put your finger on it, but he's he's got it. He is a winner. If I said to you right now you could have any quarterback in the NFL, who would it be? Age age is an issue. Uh Mahomes. Two? Take your time uh, with this. Don't rush through. All right, I take Mahomes. I would probably take Josh Allen too. Okay. Three. I would take Burrow or Lamar. Okay. Three, four, e- either order. Um, Burrow gets hurt a lot. He does. He's, he's had take, two season long injuries, right? Season Yeah, injuries. I would go. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, though, either. I will go. Oof. I'll go Burrow still and then Lamar. Burrow over Lamar. Yeah, I'll take Burrow. Lamar, Lamar four, okay. And then I'm probably now we're starting to talk about. I mean, Stroud is Stroud, way ahead of Trevor Lawrence at this point. Herbert. Who else? So, so the bloom has fallen off the uh, the Hurts train a little bit, huh? Well, I don't know what's going on in that locker, man. It seems like there's a lot of noise around Jalen Hurts right now, and not not good. And he wasn't good. Down the stretch, he wasn't that good. I don't know if he's hurt. We kept saying he was hurt. but Something seems like it's off with his knee, too. He looks slow. He's not, not running the same. No. No, he's not a threat to run. I don't know why they didn't run the ball more just as a team last night. But So so Stroud is in that 5-7 to seven range for you right now? Oh, I think when you're taking age into account. Yeah, age, pro- age is part of it. You're sure? Yeah, right. And projected upside. Look at the dude. All right. I, I'm glad you brought this up. I didn't think you were going to bring this up, but I did take a picture of it. Um... So this is C.J. Stroud's season, okay? Uh, he's the first rookie to ever lead the NFL in passing yards per game. Right. He's one of three quarterbacks ever to lead the NFL in passing yards per game and touchdown to interception ratio in the same season. He joins Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Became the youngest starting quarterback ever to guide his team to a playoff win. Tied the record for most passing touchdowns three by a rookie in a playoff game. And he did it against the NFL's number one defense. Um, set the record for most attempts without an interception to start his career. Set the record for most passing yards in a, in a game by a rookie ever. I mean, it, and he just, dude, it's like, this is why, this is, when you wonder why teams, like. Will mortgage it, anything for the future, for right, the quarterback, like, this is why. Yep. Yeah, but even like, even like Don's like, well, good teams will figure it out. Yeah, yeah, good teams should be able to figure it out. But if, if by whatever chance you find this, like this is what you're looking for. This is this is why it's it's so important to these teams to try to have their their choice. And sometimes teams screw it up. A lot of the times teams screw it up. Look at Carolina; they screwed it up. 
They did screw it up. What a bad pick. That, I mean, that's going to go down as one of those picks. Like, you took Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud forever. Well, not even that. Like, how about, so it's that pick on top of what Washington, uh, no, what, what uh, Cleveland traded to, to Houston, too. Right. And the damage now Houston's doing with all those picks they accumulated. That's a team, man. Look out for them in the AFC for quite some time. Uh, Co- you, you love the coach. They have real yep. playmakers on defense. Stingley, who is not sauce, is st- he's very good. Right? Will, Will Anderson. They have the other kid that, that rushes. The, the, the Tunsil's a good offensive lineman. And, and here's the thing. I don't look at them and say they have great weapons yet. Um, I will, no, I think that... I think that Collins he, is terrific and Schultz I think they is good. good. I think they got a good offensive coordinator. I think Schultz is a good tight end. He's, and you have a quarterback that gets, that's able to turn good wide receivers into really good weapons. Yeah, and makes throws like you, you can't even imagine. All right, uh, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Now, this year, each qualifier is going to take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 super boxes with prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, so much more. B, caller number. What number? Uh, let's go with caller number. Hmm. There's I so wanna... many numbers to choose from. No, I know, but Raymond's having a tough. I want to go with caller number. Uh, let's go with caller number six today. Six. Yeah. What's the genesis behind that? I don't know. I just have Santiago to six. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, nah, I see. All right, caller number six right now, 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 bucks in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls on the melange and also want to hear the uh, sound that RJ was mentioning about Jalen Hurts. We'll do that all next on 98.7 ESPN. All right. This has been my kryptonite. Not today. Dave, keep your mouth shut. This is a very important read. Got a big-time meeting on Friday. Friends, you got to go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double-board certified pain specialist. Don't let your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samwell Payne. Dr. Jay Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatic, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. J. Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free, same-day and next-day appointments available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Dr. J. Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com. Now, regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Samwell Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand-new office in Englewood to serve Burton County. Visit samwellpain.com. You're going to wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurance are accepted. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Jalen Hurts not being happy with the team identity right now. Here is the Eagles quarterback. I think just uh, where we are um, as a team, we've had um, a ton of opportunities to do great things, and we haven't taken advantage of them. You know, and I've talked about the, the ownership of, of that and me taking ownership for the things I can control and, and challenging everyone to take ownership for the things that they can't control. Um, and for us to put the output that we want on the field, obviously have the results that we want and have the opportunities we want, um, it takes consistency in that. There's no point to identity, um, no more than execution. Um, 
reality is we have to uh, to be better, you know, and that starts with me. All right, so w- walk me through what's uh, what's he saying here? Seems like it's a lot of a lot of gray area. Well, no, it sounds like he wants he wants consistent accountability. And, and what, so is that a shot at the coaching staff? Yeah, that's what I would take it as. Like I always remember, and you know I love this stuff. Like when I watched the, uh, I, I think it was the Troy Aikman football life, and when Jimmy Johnson left. There's a bunch of clips of him on the sideline, and he's like, I'm sick and bleep and tired of having to be the bad guy all the time. Correct. I've heard that, yep. Right. So, like, I mean, it, it's tough. Like, if you don't have – if you're not getting that from the head coach and you have – I mean, remember, Jalen Hurts comes from Nick Saban, who's more than happy to hold everyone accountable. That You don't have a coach that's holding everyone accountable, and he's allowing certain things to, to happen or guys to get away with certain things. Like, if we're not practicing hard, which it sounds like they don't practice hard, it's kind of more like a, a laid-back country club kind of atmosphere. If there's things that happen on the field, like they're not paying attention to detail, little things that they just kind of sweep under the rug because you're winning. Like a lot of that stuff, like the things that the things that happen during wins that you don't correct, at some point they'll come back and they're going to bite you in the ass. Right, and, and you saw that, and they were so smug about it, but but in actuality, the right even when they were 10-1, and 1, I mean, they were 10-1, and 1 and we sat there, we were like, you know, they're winning games, but... They shouldn't have won this game against uh, Kansas City. They shouldn't have won that game against Buffalo. They're outplayed in this game against Dallas. Like, it didn't feel like it was right. And then, it really, it all caught up to them in spades in the final seven weeks of the season. That's what happens, man. Like, if you don't, if you don't consistently, like, if you don't consistently hold guys accountable, and there's just, like, this is our identity. Like, that's what he's talking about. There's a certain way that we do things. This is what the expectations are. Always. Not just sometimes. Always. And you don't correct those things during... You know, times when you're winning, you just let them slide, and you continue to let them slide, and now you're ten and it spirals. one. Spirals. It starts spiraling. Yeah, now, it, sure, it sure does. Right. But you I mean, get you're, smacked you're, by San Francisco, and then all hell breaks loose. You're not buying stock in in Philadelphia now. There's no, no. way you could be. Well, how could I, you? I mean, you don't trust the coach, and you don't even know if he's going to be back. You lost your your. I mean, a, a warrior in Kelsey. I don't know what the future of Lane Johnson is going to be. Fletcher Cox is old. Uh, Brandon Graham is old. Their secondary is not great. It's like all of a sudden, all these things that you thought at some point are going to catch up, they caught up to them very, very quickly. Yeah. And they just, uh, you're right, though. I mean, even from the start of the season, they didn't look like the same team. And I think, but I'm telling you, like, that's why, and I know it's easy now with all the, you know, with all the things that have happened in New England with Mac Jones and bringing in Patricia and Judge and how bad the offense has been. Defense has still been really good. But, like, there is a price that you have to pay every year to be consistent to consistently be good every single year there's a certain amount of work that has to go into it and if you're not willing to put in that work or you want to have this laid back kind of hey everyone's having fun and we're just really talented that it's going to run it's going to run out there are a lot of talented teams you're not going to win strictly on talent in this league no in any you're league cer- you're certainly not let's quickly get to some of these melange calls then we'll go to the three stars Subi in midtown hi Subi. Hey, are we getting Penix in the second round if he's available, or do we go running back, wide receiver? And also, what's the line between, uh, you know, Brian Dable or Rob Sala? You know, a mess at a mess of a co- I mean, uh, a playoff win, crazy winning. coach or uh, winning? Coach. That's all. That's I the play. line. Winning, Subi. Uh, all right. Bri- Brian Dable has won a playoff game. Robert Sala has not. But you can't even compare the two. No. I mean, Robert Sala is way below five hundred. Way yeah, low. No, no kidding. Uh, we we stink. Right. And hopefully it changes soon for you. I think, I mean, if, if it's going to, this is going to be your year. Uh, it better be our year. Otherwise, they're all going to get fired. Like, you want to talk about hot seats. 
there's no there's no choice. They have they have to be a playoff team at the very at the least. Let's go to Bobby in Saratoga. Uh, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to weigh in on this whole wedding thing from earlier. So every, we were focused kind of on the best man and that relationship, but how big a fan is the groom? Because if if he's a big fan of football, this is going to be contentious well after the wedding when she wants to do stuff on Sunday and he wants to watch football. You're right. He's he's opening up Pandora's box. No, and, no, no, no. And, yeah, oh, it's no. terrible. No, it's, it's not. It's terrible. He's no, it's neutering not. himself forever. No, he's not. What he's doing. No, no. What he's doing is the right thing. I'll tell you why. Because I'm sure he's – I'm sure he's – the guy said they're, they're huge – they're huge sports fans. The whole no, family not. is. No, they're what not. he's doing now is I sacrifice for the wedding. And now no, I, I, wanna... I hold the cards forever? Yep. No, I don't know about that. I'm telling you. I did what you asked. I didn't even allow my, my brother to bring the iPad. We had a great wedding. We celebrated us. We celebrated you. It's it, your day. See, it's not possible this is going to be a great wedding. It, it, can't, it can't possibly be great. It's in his best interest to make it great. If you have two playoff games going on that no one is allowed to watch and or know what's happening, there's no way this can be a great wedding. And you know what's going to happen? It's because there's no way that all these people are going to be there and no one's going to check it out. So somebody's going to take out their phone and start streaming the game and put it on the table and watching it, and then she's going to get all upset because all these people are, are moving over in that area and they want to see what's happening in the game. If she had any forethought whatsoever, she would make sure a TV was placed in proper priority so that people could watch the game. Maybe they have someone sign something. Maybe like you at your uh, friend's birthday party. They're signing it. Are you animal? You know what? It's the right thing to do. There's no way people are signing anything. They're signing it. Stop They've it. all agreed. They've all, I'm telling you. They've all agreed to sign it. Because they understand. I, yeah, no. What I understand is you have friends that just enable your crazy behaviors. That's it. It's not crazy. There's nothing crazy about me not wanting to get hit with a random score. Are you making people sign something in the birthday party is craziness. It's not crazy. It's life. You know what? You have an issue with real life lessons. I live real life every day, buddy. Doesn't sound like RJ. It. Tell me he's a little crazy, please. Uh, don't leave me up on an island. Yeah, you're crazy. Thank you. Re- Thanks a lot, RJ. Sorry. Again, this is a low bar to clear. Although, if he keeps you around, that's here a big, we go. That's a big win, though. You're still friends through it. You're going to show up. I guess that's what he's looking for. Yeah, that's what he's looking for. And it matters to him that I show up and, and under certain parameters, I'm willing to show up and I will. And and his other friends are willing to sign a simple waiver. Thank you for being a friend. It costs them a small nominal amount of money if they <laughs> if they break the agreement. Who is it? The Rolling Stones. You have to like pick out the the certain colored M and M's. Like that's Dave now. Like yeah, he's a, he's, he's a big got star. A rider when he shows uh, uh, up. To these this things. is not a new development. Yeah. Well, no. But yeah. But this is it being realized. Dave, you don't respect this at all. Not a little bit. Big no star. respect. Well, a little bit, but okay. big big star. All right, you better be of, the you better be the best birthday guest in the history of birthday guests at this well, party. What am I supposed to speaking do? Speaking of go, I'll, respecting. I'll, I'll eat fish, and I'll I'll have cake, and I'll leave. <laughs> what do you want me to do? All right, get the three stars you All right, ass. three stars. Today's three stars. Speaking of no respect. Number three. But, uh, we started the show once again talking about the mystery of RJ's missing Yeti cup, and Dave's realizing what a newsroom is. I would have just called no it idea. a clumping of desks. Clumping of desks. <laughs> the, uh, the sigh from Rick at the end of that is what makes it. I would have just called no it idea. a clumping of desks. Oh. I'm sorry. Number two. Dave and I, sometimes uh, we don't we don't get along and sometimes things are said, but uh, I, I do care about him, even though if, if we were to go out on the Oregon Trail. Dave has died of dysentery. He would do terrible things to me. I have to sustain life. If you're dead, I'm going to eat you. Appreciate it. Love you too, buddy. 
number one. And uh, we'll, we'll circle right back to this because Rick, for the first time, he got to hear the raw and uncut, but I'll play it one more time. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right. Uh, <laughs> now that you've heard the full thing raw, what do you, what do you think, Rick? <laughs> I'm still in shock. I'm shocked. I am I shocked. That one. Oh. <laughs> it's quite the competition between those two. Uh, I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know where to go. I'm still uh, uncertain. Still don't know where to go, honestly. Is is rule 76. No excuses playing a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And I believe it's pronounced Carpe Omnia. <laughs> Uh, 987 ESPN. I have to sustain life. If you're dead, I'm going to eat you. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.